Guess what, Robin? What? I got good news. What's that? We're back on track. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. Yay. Okay, we don't want to wait. <laughs> okay. I'm Stephanie, you're Robin, uh-huh. and Smallville is back on track. Yes. Uh, uh, we are finally caught up to where you plunged ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you are dying to watch the next episode So uh, we're recording a little earlier this week uh, But uh, we'll be back on a regular schedule next week I hope, right? <laughs> I don't know I don't want to wait <laughs> <laughs> We'll see We'll see where I'm at Oh man uh, I feel bad because I had two commentaries to listen to this week For, for uh, transference and spell And I'm sure the spell one's going to be a riot uh, but, uh, you know, if I find out anything new, I'll, I'll report on it next week. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they're good because, I mean, those are such good episodes. Uh-huh. I'm sure, you know, hearing John Glover's commentary at hearing about how he played Tom and Tom played he, I mean, yeah. I'm sure that's great. Yeah, I've got some trivia for that anyway, but uh, let's, okay, let, good. let's start talking about Run, which is our first Steven Tonight episode. It's the one where oh. uh, we meet Smallville's Flash, Bart Allen. Is Bart Allen a actual, because I know there's Barry Allen and uh-huh. there's Bart, I know there's a Bart. Uh-huh. Is it a Bart Allen? Yeah. Because there's so many flashes, yeah. I can't keep them straight. You can even see it when you see uh, Bart's uh, fake IDs. Did you notice? Yeah. yeah. Jay Garrick, Barry Allen, Wally West. These are all flashes. And uh, Bart Allen is the alter ego of, uh, well, they, he calls himself uh, Impulse. Uh, and then he's later known as Kid Flash. And then as, eventually he's the, fourth, he's the fourth person to be called The Flash. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, what's funny uh, about him is that um, – well, at the Talon, uh, Chloe asks Bart where he's from, and he's like, the future. And in the comics, uh, Bart Allen uh, really was from the future. And mm. uh, spoilers, <laughs> in the season 11 comics that they did after Smallville ended, uh, it's revealed that Bart really is from the 31st century. But, oh. Yeah, so I don't know if we'll ever read those, but uh, – <laughs> they were they were they were a lot of fun, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, it's not really explained here, though. But yeah, we have our first actual DC superhero um, on the show. So were you excited? Yeah. Were, were you thrilled when he showed up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't thrilled, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this was fun. Uh-huh. This, I don't know what happened to those first four episodes. They were just terrible. And what? these are good. These are good again. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> these are good again. All right. All right. Uh, we're back to having fun. Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you about those first four episodes, but because uh, uh, I think that I think we're on like this long uh, path of just great uh, season four episodes, and uh, it just continues this week. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Run was fun. Okay. It, what's good about Run is it's it's like a parallel of when um, of season three premiere when uh, Clark went to Metropolis and uh, lived the high life on his uh, powers. Yeah. And that's that's what Bart is doing. He's right. he's footloose and fancy free. He's 
you know, I have these powers. Why not use them? Mm-hmm. That's that's like his motto. Yeah, because that's what you know. He wants to take Clark down. They want to go all. Over. He wants to take him and just see the country. And and Clark's like, I can't do that. Why can't you? We can do anything we want to. We have these powers. <laughs> and uh, did you notice the flash symbol on his backpack? Like first off, yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure when you might have been like, "Holy cow, this is the Flash." <laughs> But uh, did you know the Flash was going to show up on the on this show? I think so. Yeah. I'm uh, not sure. I can't remember now. I must say that he's but played yeah, by it, uh, uh, Kyle Gallner, who we know mostly as Beaver. My name is Cassidy Casablancas from uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Veronica Mars. Ah. Was this before Veronica Mars or about the time of I Veronica Mars? I think this was after. After? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um on Arrow doesn't didn't um <clears throat> I don't know if you've caught up, but I think I'm Oliver Sun Arrow right now. Oh you're not Oliver Sun has a flash backpack. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's what it it reminded that's what it made me think of when I saw his backpack. Um Yeah, oh, because he's like a fanboy basically of the flash. Yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, because he's good. like like he doesn't look up to uh, the uh, the arrow, uh-huh. Green Arrow. He he thinks Green Arrow is the vigilante, a bad guy. But you know the Flash is cool, and that's how it is with kids. They don't think mom and dad are cool. They think other people are cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm going to check back in with Arrow this week when they when they do the Crisis on Earth X crossover. Uh, yeah, I had to record Supergirl so I could get all the crossover. Yeah. Oh, you're not watching Supergirl. Come on. Right. It's clearly the better show. <laughs> no. Oh, oh. I don't have patience for it. It drives me nuts. Are you have patience for Arrow? Yeah. All right. Supergirl is so predictable. I'm like, okay, here's this scene. I can fast forward because I know exactly what's going to happen here. <laughs> oh, here's this scene. This I know what's going to happen here. I'm going to fast forward through this. That's how I watch Supergirl. Uh Arrow anyway, is just back doom to- and gloom, and it's just a, a constant cycle of misery. And it and it's got a bunch of characters that I don't care anything about. <laughs> yeah, <Anyway. laughs> yeah. That uh, the new Black Canary. Yeah, she is a beautiful woman. Yeah, with she's, like zero personality. She's <laughs> I'm like, she's so boring. Yeah. Whenever she talks, I don't care what she, what's coming out of her mouth. I don't care. <laughs> Oh gosh! Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, okay. Back to run. Let's talk about Fat Lin Manuel Miranda. What? What? Oh, you're talking about <laughs> Hannison? The the yeah. the yeah. That's really funny. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, that looks like Lin Manuel Miranda, but fat. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of reminded you of uh, Exile. This this reminded me of Ryan. I was like, oh, so here's Clark taking another kid under wet like. Like after after um, Bart like steals all those things from Hannison and runs off, I, I wrote down someone needs a little moral guidance. <laughs> yeah, because Clark recognizes that he's a good person. Yeah, because he saved um, Jonathan. Yeah, like he saved Jonathan before Clark could save Jonathan. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> he's faster than Clark. Yep, as it should be. I always think the Flash should be faster than Superman, and. Uh, uh, I love how that happens at the end of the the race. The famous race always always happens between Superman and Flash, and I love how it happens in this episode. 
Yeah, let that's me, really sweet. Let me give you a little uh, background here. I have some stuff from my uh, book, uh, The Official Smallville Companion Season 4. Uh, a year before Bart Allen spent... Dork. <laughs> hey, he wouldn't have all these interesting facts if it wasn't for this damn companion. Okay. <laughs> A year before Bart Allen sped through Smallville, the WB Network had announced that they were developing a new live-action television series based on the TV uh, uh, based on the Flash. Uh, the project was eventually aborted. However, one of the potential writers they spoke to was Stephen Knight. Let's just say we had creative differences about what a Flash series should be. Knight said. Um, Referring to the proposed series reinvention of the Flash as a time-traveling college student from Gotham City. Fortunately, this diluted take on the Flash mythos didn't materialize, and Denight ended up uh, a position on the Smallville creative team. I grew up reading the classic Flash comics, and one of the things that I remember very fondly about my childhood back in the 60s was looking at the comics where the Flash and Superman would have these races. I knew going into the episode that firstly, they'd have to race. That's just a classic thing. Secondly, the Flash is faster than Clark, than Superman. That's his one thing. And thirdly, that he's a smartass, quite frankly. I also took a lot of inspiration from the Justice League animated show with the amazing Michael Rosenbaum as the voice of the Flash. He's just a wise-ass, and it brought a sense of fun to the show. The character is not somber or serious. He's quite the opposite. He enjoyed his powers. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't bogged down. He, did, he, was, he didn't mope about him. He wasn't worried about him. He, he was like, let's make the most of this. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, did you know that, that Michael Rosenbaum voiced The Flash? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah. I knew that. He did. Uh, he played uh, Wally West on. on uh, I think that was brought up in, during the panel at Dragon Con. Yeah. Um, something important I think about this episode that's new is there are people outside of Smallville, outside of the meteorite uh, shower. Yeah. That have powers that are affected by other things. Metahumans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we get the occasional one that pops up uh, on Smallville. There's no explanation, but yeah, um, Bart is one of those. Uh, I like the effect of Clark time being used for Bart. Um, however, yeah. when, when the truck is careening towards Jonathan, everything just completely stops, and he's just like comes through and saves him. Um, but steals his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the the tattoo uh, kids, uh, drama is going on. Um, Jason is all like bothered by the fact that Lana didn't reveal this tattoo thing to him, and Lana's he- very much like, "Was I supposed to ask your permission?" <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and Lana says, uh, "There are some things I'm not comfortable sharing with you yet," and I was like, "Sounds familiar." Yeah, but in the end, she does end up taking him to the caves and talking about it because yeah. I guess she realizes oh, that's what Clark did. I can't do that. I can't be a hypocrite. I gotta. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that though with with Lana with this uh, whole uh, Countess Isabel thing. Is uh, she doesn't share with anybody. She keeps a secret, and uh, you know it sounds a lot like what she was complaining about with Clark. Hmm. Uh, and then Lex buys this what? What is it? Lithograph painting uh, thing? Fourteenth uh fourteenth century manuscript. 
with the uh, symbols drawn along the border. And if you x-ray it, there's a map. Mm. Uh, one thing I wrote down for this was like, oh my god, Lex has a security system? <laughs> 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 like, everybody walks in and out of the mansion all the time, but he's got a security <laughs> system on this thing. Um, oh, uh, Martha starts working in the Talon, and uh, mm. I wrote, sorry, Steph, no... Uh, no redecoration of the talent. We're, we're still. Oh, I know it's still gaudy <laughs> and overly decorated. Yep. Uh, Lex and Clark are friends again. They make up. Yeah, sort of. I mean, it's weird because Lex is definitely. Uh, Lex keeps asking questions of Clark, and Clark just keeps like going. Uh, you know, I don't have anything to say about this. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. And Lex, it's like Lex knows that he's lying to him, you know? Yeah, yes, there is that that back and forth of Clark, because Clark thinks that Lex is Segunda. Sig- what is the name? Segunda? Segeeth. Segunda. Clark thinks Lex is Segeeth, so he's keeping him at an arm's length. Yeah. And... Clark is lying to Lex, and Lex is lying to Clark. Yeah, this is this painting I bought. Mm-hmm. And they both know that there's a map there, but they're lying to each other about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm, – I'm interested. I'm not obsessed. That's different. I'm, I'm just interested. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, oh, Bart, Bart gives Clark an MP3 player. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, high tech. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, Martha decides that. Uh, oh, uh, she's she's been in too much time at the Talon, not been enough time with Jonathan, mm-hmm. and she's talking a lot about it because Lana understands how much time the Talon takes up. Yeah, and so Martha and Lana have this heart to heart. Yeah, she's uh, you know Jonathan's having his midlife crisis, and now Martha's. Enjoying her time away from Jonathan and his problems, <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, she's luckily she comes back home to him at the end of this episode. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but she's wearing fishnets when she gets out of that car. I was like, "Whoa, Ma, Ma Kent, hello!" Yeah, she's wearing fishnets. God, they're they're sexifying everybody, <laughs> <laughs> even Martha. <laughs> Um, so I like when, uh, Clark saves Lex. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Lex actually like takes care of himself for a second. He puts this, puts Hannison's bodyguard down, but then he gets immediately knocked out. <laughs> like, it's like he's puts up this huge fight with the bodyguard that he just gets jumped from behind and immediately. Oh down yeah. Like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy that Michael Rosenbaum got to fight. I bet he yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and Clark, uh, Clark has a bit of an overreaction. <laughs> he like takes Hannison and throws him through a roof <laughs> mm. and he lands on a car outside. And, uh, it's just so funny. He's like lecturing Bart about being responsible with his powers. And I swear that guy is going to be in the hospital for a long time. <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. But I like how he screams at the henchman who's getting back up. He's like, you don't want to be here. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, I don't. Bye. <laughs> oh, because there's all this, like, Bart has the, he figures out that kryptonite makes, 
Clark takes away his powers. Yeah. And he uses that on him. And mm-hmm. uh, I had another note about Lana and Jason later on in my notes. I said, if I was Jason, I would think that this girl has some sort of weird fascination with the cave drawings in her hometown. So she went to France, got drunk, and got tattooed with one of the symbols. And then was like, and then forgot about it and and <laughs> is now like, you know, pretty much needs to seek therapy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, poor, I feel sorry for Jason. Like, <laughs> what it must he be thinking? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> crazy. Well, after Spell, I can't imagine what he's thinking. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody goes through a lot during that episode. Uh, all right, so um, the last scene with uh this is uh bart says i'll see if there's anyone else out like out there like us see if i could start a club or a league or something uh, yeah <laughs> which is funny um I, I have another thing oh yeah um bart's development is something that tonight would have enjoyed looking into we were talking at one point about a metropolis spinoff with green arrow cyborg bart and a couple of other characters some from the teen titans some from just the dc universe i would have liked to have gotten into that at some point and explored bark's bart's real backstory so they were thinking about it so you're saying that that's why they hired steven tonight was because they were wanting to develop, like this was like a backdoor pilot sort of for the Flash that Flash was going to have his own show. No, it was more like they were developing the show, and Denight was like, "No, that's not for me. Um, mm. That that's a nonsense idea." Uh, Time traveling college student. <laughs> um, so he ended up getting a job on Smallville, and then decided to, you know, probably pr- propose the idea of having the Flash on the show for an episode. But oh, okay. after this, he was thinking maybe I'll maybe it'd be fun to have like a spinoff with Bart and you know other people playing other superheroes. Mm-hmm. So he could have been Greg Berlanti. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that his name, Berlanti? Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, Dawson's Creek veteran Greg Ber- Berlanti. Uh, I wrote another classic Smallville ending. Only thing that brings it down is they try to push this awful rascal flat song. I hate. I hate Rascal Flat. Ugh. I hate that guy's voice. I hate it. Feels like today. Oh, go away. So the scene is awesome on mute, though. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like the mandolin, but I can't stand that guy's voice. Uh, ever since they uh, ruined Life is a Highway for the Cars movie, I have no patience for Rascal <sighs> Flats. Um, okay, now can we talk about the greatest episode of the series that I have watched thus far? <laughs> sure. I just wanted to say best needle drops there are none because Rascal Flats is awesome. Uh, uh, awful. I, I said awesome. Oh, my God. i got to wash my mouth out. All right. Chance first. <laughs> the one where oh, trades bodies with Clark. It's so great. <laughs> oh, my hands are to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, yes. So much happens. Okay. Lionel is so upset with Lex that he wants to punish him by switching bodies with him, forcing Lex to serve his time in prison while he's free to be out and young and work in the company and it's, go back. It, yeah. It's even more evil than that because he knows he's dying. So he's pretty much given his son a death sentence. Yeah. Well, you know, he tried to kill him before with the poison yeah. scotch. So. 
It's crazy. Ooh. You know, I don't know how John Glover can uh, can uh, defend it now because any anytime he's asked about Lionel's motivations, it's like, oh, I'm just trying to teach my son a lesson. It's like now it's like, no, I'm straight up trying to kill my son. <laughs> um, okay. But, uh, okay, so, like, my first note in here is the whole thing that happens to Clark. He, he's called by the stone while okay, Jason is that at the convenient, farm. Yeah, that convenient stone. That's, that, that plot point that just, it, it can be whatever you want it to be. Oh, the stones. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's of the, uh, we, we found out in this el- uh, episode, there, there are, like, it's three elements. So this is the water stone. And okay. It's the, like the stone of transference, and it's so also I, got the uh, symbol that uh, is on Lana's back. Oh, okay. I've got a theory. I think this is what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, the water stone, the symbol that's on Lana's, but that's Lana. Uh-huh. Uh, the other stone is Clark's symbol, and then the third stone I think will be Lex. Ooh. And somehow they all come together to do something. I have no <laughs> idea. <what>. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I like I like these episodes that start with Clark practicing football. <laughs> like, was this the one where he's playing football with the cows? The cow, he's out in the cow pasture. <laughs> yeah, it's um, really cute. It's it's totes adorbs. I, I, again, what is Jason thinking? Like, he's like, ah, oh, do a good. Clark. Well, Clark is like a he's around. He goes around a barn or a building or something. I don't, Jason doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't. He like runs off like raid man. He's like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) and Jonathan's like, uh, let me go take care of that. Uh, Clark will see you tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And it's right after Jason says there's going to be a met you, uh, scout at the game. Um, uh-huh. Watching Clark and he's and, that, and his reaction is like ah he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he's immediately called to the stone, and much like he was in uh, Crusade. Uh, but this time it's actually Clark. It's interesting. It, like the key calls called to him as well. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, he just stops it from happening. The transference happening between Lionel and Lex, and he transfers with. Switches bodies with Lionel, and Lionel is so psyched. <laughs> He's so excited to leave. Yeah, let's get out of here before anybody realizes what's going on. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this little guy. His uh, Lionel's bunk mate. Yes, this guy. I know him for. I've looked through his credits. I don't know what I know him for. I think. I think maybe commercials uh-huh. or something. Yeah, I felt. He's been in way. a lot of things. He's very familiar. And I always think he's uh, Jim Ra- Jim Rash. Yeah, I always get those two confused because they're two bald headed guys. Isn't he like? Uh, didn't didn't I? I think that's one of the credits I saw on there. He was on Community, and he was like, yeah, used as like a I don't know a fake dean or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Maybe other people get the same idea. Maybe the other people get them confused, and that's yeah. where they got the idea. But okay, so he worked at Princeton, and he was framed for something. So he conveniently became Lionel's bunkmate, yep. and Lionel's trying to get him out of prison, but I don't guess he is. Because at the end, he's like, I don't know how Lex can get me out if Lionel can't. Or Right. Yeah, he was just <laughs> using him for his intellect. You all right? Sorry. 
Bless me. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> yeah, we're both uh, got runny noses this morning, apparently. Um, yeah, there's a couple of questions that come up after the uh, after Lionel leaves the prison. I mean, a uh, Lex gives him a ride back to the farm, um, and Lex is, should be probably asking, like, "Hey, uh, Clark, how did you uh, how did you get to the prison if I'm giving you a ride home?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then when he comes home, like Jonathan doesn't ask him. He's like Jonathan is like you had a ring in your ears and ran off. What happened with that? That doesn't. Neither conversation happens. <laughs> so, um, but uh, I love how uh, yeah, uh, Lionel is immediately toying with Lex uh, when he's driving with him, and uh, then he helps Jonathan pick up the tractor. I don't know how he's able to pick it up like that, but uh, oh yeah, like physics—the physics of that doesn't make any sense. Not but, at all. Uh, that must be one <laughs> strong bump, uh, bumper on the the tractor because it would have to hold it together and not break off or bend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that moment of Lionel in Clark's body going, "Oh, this all makes sense yeah. now." I, oh, obviously, I see. okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just that—that's what's so um, what's so satisfying about this episode is yes, uh, John Glover is playing Tom Welling, playing Clark Kent, play you know, and Tom is playing Lionel, playing John uh, John Glover, playing Lionel. I mean, it's just great. Uh-huh. But that realization that all these uh, interactions. That Lionel in Clark's body has with everybody, the interaction with Jonathan, the interaction with Martha. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was a uh, that was a little uh, incestuous. Uh, and that's exactly what I put in my notes: in this incestuous hot moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Annette says, "I thought Tom did an amazing job. He really, really nailed it. There were just some wonderful moments where he's so much fun, like Lionel, that he's scary. It was a little creepy when he looked at me, and it was like Lionel was looking at me, but out of Tom's eyes. It was a little yes. incestuous there. <laughs> uh huh. He's like, I need a hug. Uh huh. Because well, and what's great is we kind of thought that Lionel had the hots for Martha, uh-huh. but it wasn't really." You know, it wasn't really um, addressed a lot, right? Um, and so now we know just how how Lionel feels about Martha. Yeah, he's got a soft spot in his heart for Martha because uh, you know she took care of him when he was briefly blind. Uh, about the performances, uh, John Glover and Tom Welling revealed that while shooting this episode, John Glover would act out the scene while Tom Welling observed, and then they'd switch places and Welling would imitate Glover's mannerisms. Oh, wow. And I how, wondered how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. And then from John Glover's point of view, he says, I had a lot of trouble portraying Clark because I'm so used to playing neurotic men, psychotic men, villainous men. They're all uh-huh. complicated. And this kind of pureness that Tom does as Clark, I kept yes. wanting to complicate it. I felt that by just standing there and being simple and heroic, it was a difficult task. I realized how wonderful Tom is in that part. I knew yes. before he was wonderful, but I didn't realize how wonderful he was. Yeah. Uh, you, you you can just imagine that John Glover loved doing this episode. Yeah. It was just such a challenge and so different and – 
He does. He does it very – like I wasn't sure whose performance I liked more. Like they're both great. I mean mm-hmm. – and John Glover does like this kind of like aw shucks kind of uh, – Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I like Tom Welling's performance more uh, because I think he nailed it a lot more. But. Oh yeah, Tom cracked me up. Like yeah, like I laughed more with Tom doing John Glover doing Lionel more than I did that I admired John Glover doing Clark. Uh-huh. And you can just see, you know, people. I think people take actors for granted. People think acting is easy, like it's just like a natural talent. Yeah. But you see, in episodes like this, you see how in, how smart a, an actor has to be to to do this. That yeah. not that you have to have training, and you have to have it's a mixture of talent and training and just uh, and, and intelligence to get all this right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Um, oh gosh. Jonathan gives uh, Lionel slash Clark like two pats in the back, and then he turns right around and whacks him a couple times on the back himself. And Jonathan's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's Lionel not knowing how to how to interact with a with the natural father son yeah. relationship. <laughs> um. I think one of the one of my favorite scenes uh, is the frickin' Chloe scene because holy shit, the evil that comes through Tom Welling, <laughs> where he like oh, seduces yeah. her, you know, and then right before he's about to kiss her, he says, "Don't you wish?" <laughs> oh, I know it's so cruel to if, you know and. Um, from Chloe's side, that's oh, it's she's been done this way so many times. It's so cruel to do her this way. Uh-huh. And Lionel knows. Lionel. Lionel knows what he's dealing with there. He knows that uh, Chloe likes Clark uh-huh. and what he what he can do, and just that oh, he's, he is. He's so evil. I was it's so cruel. I, I think when I first saw this, I I was like, oh man, does Lionel like have like a a little crush on Chloe? Like, is he taking? You know, going to be taking advantage of her, but no, he like he like hates Chloe, and he knows this is going to ruin her. Yeah, and and he kind of gives himself away a little bit. You know, if Chloe ever found out that this was a body switch, like he says as he's walking away, Ms. Sullivan. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah, it's very weird. Here is a uh, another time where uh, Chloe and Lana have to be like, I don't know what happened to Clark <laughs> for that couple days, but uh. Yeah, very strange. Oh, how about the... Yeah, because at the end, like, everybody has to come to Clark and say, uh, uh, what was going on? Clark was like, well, I'm sorry. I apologize. It was terrible at what I did. But, (laughs) yeah, they don't really... uh, There's no explanation. I have no excuse. Yeah. Um, How about the fact that Lionel checks out Clark's package? (laughs) Who he's kidding so (laughs) (laughs) I can work with that. (laughs) And then we the the uh, when Lionel is hugging Martha, and we get the um, a call back to when Clark realized that he had uh, heat vision. Oh God! Yeah. When he got when he got like excited. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, and uh, Lionel can't pass the voice recognition test with with Clark's voice. Right. So he's got to go intimidate Clark, uh, who is being uh, harassed by a prison bully. He keeps calling him Trump. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was great. (laughs) He did it twice. Yeah. Ah. That was actually the same guy that uh, shaved Lionel's head in the season three finale. Mm. Um, That huge prison riot scene. Yes, that was that was huge. I bet production. I bet they just loved that. Jesus, oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything about it, but uh, yeah, they played that Jimmy Eat World song, and uh, the, just a shot of like the chaos that is involved, and then mm-hmm. just seeing Lionel as Clark walking slowly <gasps> around. Oh, he was like uh, like a predator, yeah. like a tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, bird just left my head. He was like stalking. Clark. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. And then uh, it turns out Clark was ready for him. He had the stone in his armpit. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> because he tried to do it earlier when he came to the uh, to the prison earlier to uh, get him to, I guess, to record his voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, yeah. That, uh, and, yeah, Clark had to use his wits because he didn't have his powers. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also uh, harassed Lana. Uh, he caught Lana and Jason kissing, and he said, "Oh, don't stop on my account." And so Lana, yes, is like worried that he's going to out Jason. So she comes to him, yeah, and, and uh, uh, <laughs> she comes to yeah, the and bar, the- and he rolls his eyes. He's like, "Oh, this one." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then he talks about Jason. He's like, "A man would travel across the world to pluck your succulent fruit." And like forces a kiss on Yeah, because I mean, yeah, because that's how it looks. It's like, why would I move to Smallville from Paris? Yeah. For you. For <laughs> you. Um, yeah. Lana, de- while Lionel figures out about uh, Jason and Lana uh-huh. in Clark's body, Clark has no idea. But at the end, <laughs> Lana comes back to Clark and says, you know, you're going to keep. Re- Keep this secret, aren't you? You're, you're not. I, I trust you not to say anything. And Clark's like, oh. And then that hurt on his face when he realizes what she's saying. Yeah, he's so hurt. It's like, oh, it's over. <sighs> Keep this secret. It's the one good one or thing you're good it? at. It. Yeah. 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 Um. And yeah, I just wrote seriously. How could these girls think any differently than Clark? Just is a is a complete asshole. <laughs> Uh, Wait, do what now? You know, when Lana and Chloe are like furious with him, like how would they? How could you possibly explain to them without actually just saying what happened and giving away your secret? Uh, I don't know. It's it's amazing that you know they still allow him to be friends with them. You know, after a brief period of being angry. <laughs> um, but the one person that actually knows. That they switched bodies is Lex, and, and I wrote, "It's weird how these two just." Robin. Hi, hello, hello, hi. Okay, there you're back. I have no idea what you've been saying for the past thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, well, I, I was just saying, um, uh, it, 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 the one person that actually knows that they switched bodies is Lex, and I just thought it's really weird how they just kind of accept. He just kind of accepts that they switched bodies, like. If if I knew that was possible, I would 
uh, and I was as curious as Lex's. That would be like more uh, more intriguing than who broke into my airplane, you know, <laughs> while it was flying. Yeah. It just uh, yeah. How crazy. can I how can I use that? Yeah. Uh, how can I capitalize on that? Yeah. But I love how Lex like pretty much like put, holds him at gunpoint when he comes in. <laughs> Get away from me! Um, oh yeah, because Lionel like, and then uh, all this yeah all these instances where Clark has to prove who he is. Yeah, he has to prove to Martha. You know, he has to tell him the story about um, you know when I was six years old and I ran I ran fast and I didn't know what was going on and you yeah. called me my your special boy. That was a very see. That was the emotional mother son moment that these other that the f- previous four episodes were missing. <laughs> All right, uh, I just think they were uh, a little more lighter. Uh, um, let's see. Um, yeah, so at the prison, Lionel finds out that he's he's healed, and um, he doesn't remember what happened, but he knows he was healed. Yeah, and he's a different man. Uh huh. So, uh, is he going to be a good guy now? Is he going <laughs> to let go of the revenge? And the- we'll see. And the person that ends up with the the crystal is, or the stone is, uh, Bridget Crosby. And Margot yeah, because it gets lost. It gets it gets lost in the prison riot. Yeah, and she um, picks up fake fake Dean Felt. What's his name? <laughs> the the guy Edgar. from Princeton, <laughs> Edgar. Okay. Yeah. All right, so they have the stone, and that was filmed during Crusade, by the way. They because they had Mark Margot Kidder there for Crusade. Mm. They're not um, gonna fly her back and forth for just a scene, a little scene or two. Yeah. yeah, they really wanted to keep the Doctor Swan involved in the story, even though they didn't actually have Doctor Swan. So they just had his his emissary. Mm. You know, he ended up with the key. Obviously, he's going to be interested in those stones. So, um, one second. <sighs> Okay. Sorry, I just had to close the door. Uh, okay. What else? Uh, anything more about this episode? No, it was just wonderful. Just, I just loved everything about it's it. It's a freaking great Every episode. Scene. Oh, so great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there was anything else. Uh, with my mind and your body, the sky's the limit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I have any more. But else. yeah, that, just like the moments of... You know, not only does Clark not have powers, but this is that Lionel is dying and he could just die. Like, that's never been, uh, you know, Clark, uh, Clark's never had, it's, it takes a lot to threaten Clark. Yeah. And this makes him very uh, weak. Right. It's great. Just brilliant, 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 brilliant. (laughs) Let's talk about Jinx. Um, The one where I have to learn how to say Mixel (laughs) Pitalik. And there are even Do some places. Yeah, there are even some places that uh, pronounce it differently than that. So I don't know if I'm even saying it right. But um, uh, written by so this- Mark Warshaw, who wrote Skinwalker, and he's the guy behind all the online content. So uh, these are the only the only two episodes he wrote were Skinwalker and Jinx. So oh, does he do anything now? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look. <laughs> so okay. This was fun. Mr. Mixelpidelic, yes. Uh, Mixelpidelic. This must, he must be a classic DC villain. 
because I did see the episode of Supergirl that this character was in, okay. and it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, he is an imp from the fifth dimension who basically has the powers of Q from Next Generation. Like, he can just kind of do anything. It just happens. He reminds around. me of Loki. Yeah. He's like an agent of chaos. He's a huge pain in Superman's butt. Um, and the only way to have him defeat it, the only way to defeat him is to have him spell his name backwards. And yeah, Supergirl mm. actually has the more accurate version of Mixopedalic. Um This one is just kind of like, I mean, they kind of hint at it. They, when, when they, um, when she searches for, Mixelpitalic, it says, did you mean Kitzel Middleman or whatever it is backwards? Uh, So it's kind of a hint at, like, you know, this is how he's usually defeated, but I don't know. They have to bring in this whole, like, Bosnian locusts and yada yada. I don't know. Mm. Um, They brought in Trent Ford to play. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a cute boy. He's Uh cute. But this Russian accent, I'm like, Trent Ford. <laughs> you know, this, he's not, this is a, you know, a put on dialect. Uh-huh. Well, I, he was in Gosford Park. He's he's British. Um, and, oh, he is. Um, before this, he was recurring on the West Wing. Um, and he was, I think he was uh, Elizabeth Moss's, like, French boyfriend, Jean, Jean-Pierre. So mm-hmm. he had to put on a French accent for that. So mm-hmm. they brought him on, and then they said, oh, can you do, like, a... You know, Eastern European accent, and, they, and that's what he did. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, he was kind of being, he was turning into a big deal. I mean, um, he starred with Mandy Moore in the um, movie uh, How to Deal. Um, but yeah, he kind of petered off after that. Uh, so, um, so yeah, he's, this Mixelpitalic uh, pretty much can make unlucky things happen. So he sort of has a way to change things around him, but he's also, but it's really like fumble, trip, cut, you know, Mm -hmm. he can't like, I don't know, conjure a a horse out of thin air or, you know, that's the kind of thing that the real Mr. Mixapitalik would be able to do. Just, Uh, But I mean, this works with, uh, you know, a high school student who is a, a, a bookie. Mm-hmm. You know, organizing all this gambling. I mean, this works. I liked it. It was yeah. a good story. It's definitely more like down to earth. It'd be really weird to bring in the actual Mr. Mr. Mixapitalic in this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? This is, of course, the next episode of Spell. So, uh, <laughs> believability. But, um, okay, Jonathan. Jonathan has been a nag this, you know, because he's been <laughs> such a downer, such a Debbie Downer. Nagging it at Clark about playing football, uh-huh. and finally, I hope that this arc of Jonathan's is over with. Well, you know, it's reached its its apex because all his worst fears come true when Clark accidentally shatters that kid's collarbone. Oh collarbone. god! Um, I know. I, I just felt so sorry for Clark. And uh, you know, so he's got this thing where. Uh, you know, here this is this is exactly what I was talking about. You're going to hurt mm-hmm. people if you and and uh, I, I do like Clark's uh, little speech at the end. How like everything, every single movement that he does is a choice. And so if he's if he's responsible enough to do that, then he should be responsible enough to make the decision whether or not to play football. Um. So yeah, it seemed that there was. Uh, some sort of conclusion to it at the end, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and Jonathan realizes that it's not it wasn't Clark like, losing control that hurt that kid. It was Mixelpidalic. Um mm-hmm. But uh, the rest of the team, including uh, Coach Teague, thinks that uh, perhaps Clark might be on some steroids. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Jason, he wants to believe that Clark isn't. Yeah. Because didn't he, he faked, the, like the coach, the real coach, asked Jason to have him tested and he said he did and that he passed. Yeah. Um, so that actually ties into something here. Um, interestingly, the episode was originally meant to return the, to feature the return of Clark's best friend and former confidant, Pete Ross, in a what? championship football game against the Smallville Crows. We would have had Pete saying to Clark, listen, dude, this is the first thing I did on my own and you're cheating. I know you're a cheater. I'm going to tell everyone you're cheating. Um, uh, uh, Mark Warshaw said, explaining that Clark would try to use Kryptonite to power down and inhibit his abilities in a sequence much like the one that appeared in the final cut of the show. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Sam Jones III was in the midst of shooting the film Glory Road and was a- unable to return this Pete. So yeah, he, it would have had Pete on, an, on the opposing football team and then, then one of his teammates gets hurt and he's like, you shouldn't be playing football, man. Like you're going to hurt people. And uh, I know you're cheating because you have powers. There's no way to beat you. Mm. So, and like, he's just, you know, accuse him of actually using powers on the field. So I thought that'd be interesting, but it seems very, a very P like mm. thing to do. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Mikhail was brought over by Lytle because Lytle had some sort of interest in, uh, of course. And uh, so Lex gets immediately interested. Um, uh, Chloe is. Even- uh, Mikhail, yeah. Mikhail makes Chloe kiss him. <sighs> yeah, a little date rapey. Uh, <laughs> just just rapey <laughs> in general. Yeah, that was a little. Uh, um, if you had any uh, like for Mikhail. <laughs> at all, it was completely gone after that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's it. that's right after the scene where uh, Chloe comes back to school and she's got all these different shopping bags from all these different stores that she bought. Oh probably. yeah, I was like, she, did she take a study hall break to go shopping? Like, <laughs> where's she coming from? <laughs> Is it the middle of the school day or what? Um. Oh, and. We find out some more super abilities that Clark has here by the fact that he doesn't have them. He's like, I never, ever trip. Mm. Like, do you remember me ever tripping <laughs> or, 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 or being cl- like, I'm thinking to myself, well, the first episode, uh, you tripped and dropped all your books because Lana had the necklace. But uh, then again, you were also skateboarding back then. So things have changed. Um, and he also never misses. Like <laughs> he could throw his football through a tire uh, unless, like, he's affected by kryptonite or you know Mikhail's abilities. So it's just funny. It's like these like he's so super that uh, he never trips and he's always accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they had to. That it was a plot point to get him to realize that something was up, and then Chloe put together with. Uh, he made me kiss him to put him on the trail of Mikhail so they could investigate him. I mean, it was really nice to see Chloe and Clark work together to to investigate this. Clark's first reaction was a little on. bit 
uh, he's like, made you? <laughs> and I wrote, hashtag believe Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> because what the hell, man? Yeah, he made me kiss him. Like, what? <laughs> You were possess- you were you were you had like your fourth personality last week, and you can't believe that some <laughs> guy like forced himself on me. What, what the hell? Um, this is why we don't talk. This is why we keep it. Yeah. This is why it takes forty years for it to come out because you don't believe us. It's so timely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the reason J- Jason didn't want to rock the boat about the steroid, he didn't. So it's like. Clark has power over Jason and yeah. Lana now. It's like if Jason says anything about the steroids to, uh, you know, if we, if we make Clark mad, he could tell on us. I know. It's so funny. It's like Clark's not even thinking about this stuff. And yet they're like going crazy about like, oh, my God, he's going to like out us. You know, yeah. <laughs> we have to do yeah. something <laughs> like Clark's not even thinking about that. Yeah. But Oh, we also find out that Clark... Uh, needs oxygen in this episode because <laughs> yeah. he gets choked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some versions of Superman that can go out into space, and mm-hmm. you know. But um, also uh, sponsored by Old Spice Red Zone. <laughs> oh yeah, I put commercial for Old Spice Red Zone with Green Day music. <laughs> yeah. Now I, you know, that's just a classic. Locker room scene. You see that in all the football films, you know, that, oh, yeah. that lone oh, quarterback it, sitting in the locker room. If it wasn't gorgeous Tom Welling putting on his uh, pads, I would roll my eyes so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just so you know, he's wearing uh, the number eight. Which, uh, oh, yes. That eight looks like a symbol. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the S, sort of. Uh-huh. Um, Hope. What was what? Do you this this whole thing with uh, Chloe uh, rewiring the loudspeakers and uh, putting this uh, sonic device that she got from her uncle, like some sort of like military device that he, he just kind of handed off to his niece, like oh no problem, like this thing takes down stealth planes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go ahead, and bring it to your high school. Yeah, I was like, okay. Uh- it has something to do with what was it? Uh, locusts. Locusts. I was like yeah. locusts, stealth planes, jammer. Okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 with you. Whatever. But this reminded me of uh, the Harry Potter movie where um, somebody's do- uh, putting spells on uh, Harry to make him mess up the Quidditch game, and Hermione's like stopping. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it David Tennant that was doing it, or was it uh, Snape? I forget. Um, but that reminded me of that. And so, um, I like that Chloe gets a punch hit on Mikhail before he, you know, ties her up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. During this championship game. So Mikhail is kind of like blackmailing Clark. He wants him to lose this game. So he'll win a lot of money. Yep. And so Clark simultaneously wins the ball game. (laughs) Saves Chloe, uh-huh. punches out Mikhail. I uh-huh. mean, it was just great. All in like a split oh, second. Such a great and sequence. then he oh, and then he gets God, right so back good. to where he was holding the football. Yeah, I think that guy was going to tackle him. He was like, yeah. "This is no big deal. This guy's going to tackle. Him. He's going to sack the quarterback. No yeah. big deal." And so, yeah, and, and he and he breaks Chloe's bonds loose and throws Mikhail into the lockers and knocks him out. And 
Chloe like is all of a sudden like untied and I just wrote, how are you going to explain that one, Chloe? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you happened. even know what the hell happened there? Um, yeah. So, and it's kind of commented on later. Um, Chloe, uh, like, congratulates Clark and she says uh, um, how she got sucked into the gambling scene. And she's like, everybody has weaknesses, except you, of course, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, because – and also what she says about Clark earlier is, you know, you're going to bet – what is it? In my ex- Mikhail says, you know, in my experience, I don't bet on Smallville. And she was like, well, you never bet against Clark Kent. <laughs> yep. She has total confidence in him. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, one of Clark's biggest fans. Um, so uh, Lex takes Mikhail down to level 33.1. And uh, mm. what's going to happen there? Lex is turning into Lionel. <laughs> That's all I could think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, oh. so oh, go ahead. Sorry. Then Clark goes and meets with Lex. Uh, when okay, Clark gets the scholarship offer from Met U. I hope season five is not Clark at college. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you don't want Clark to go to college. I don't want Clark to go to college. Um, <laughs> but, uh, more on that later, I'm sure. Uh, Lana <laughs> tells Clark that Jason got fired, and he feels terrible. You know, he hates that. He likes he likes Jason. Yeah. And so he goes to to Lex. He was like, "You're the only one that could have told." And it's not because you're trying to, uh, you know, it's, you're not doing it for me. So why is Lex doing it? And, it, like, I love how the scene just ends with Lex just not answering the question. <laughs> mm. So, why do Does you think? Lex, yeah, I mean, it's either, I mean, it could be, because, you know, Lex bought the uh, uniforms for the football team, trying to get in with yep. back in with Clark. So, it could be a little bit of that. Uh-huh. Or it could be that uh, Lex has his eye on Lana. Or that it just could be that. Lex is just looking out for her, mm-hmm. at a like like a little you know he feels about her like a little sister or something because he's they've been in business together for so long. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's pretty much all I have for that episode. Um, do you have anything else? Nope. I'll do great. my needle, it. needle drops. Uh, actually, the last episode my needle drop was uh, Jimmy World's Pain. I sh- I didn't. I don't think I said that, but um, this one. I mean, football brings the tunes. Um, the opening football game has the Hives walk, idiot walk. Uh, the football celebration in the Talon had the Donnas fall behind me. Of course, Green Day's Boulevard of Broken Dreams. And uh, in the last game, they're playing this uh, social distortion song, Reach for the Sky, all on my Smallville playlist, which is over 100 songs now. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we talk about the one where Magix comes to Smallville? <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. Magix with I a K. I caught that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. this episode. <laughs> okay, so we finally, this whole Isabella, whatever, Countess Paris stuff. Marguerite, Isabel Thoreau, Justin Thoreau. <laughs> okay, it all kind of comes together now. Uh-huh. They've stretched it out to this. So when Lana was in Paris, I'm just I'm trying to get this straight. Lana went to Paris, mm-hmm. and 
touched the tomb of Countess Marguerite, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she got the tattoo. Uh-huh. It's not a tattoo. It's not ink. It's just in her skin. Uh-huh. So it's branding. She comes home. <laughs> it's a brand. So she, on eBay, she sees this spell book, and it caused her, her and she, excuse me, use, I'm hungry. She uses That's her, um, she maxes out her credit card to buy this spell book. It's like she has no control of herself. Yep. And then when she gets the spell book, that's when she's uh, Marguerite Isabel Thoreau comes in her body. Right? Yeah, yeah they're, I don't they're know. pretty much call her against Isabel. Uh, yeah, she, the, when uh, she was uh, burned at the stake, uh, Isabel uh, spit blood onto the spell book. So when Lana touches the blood on the page. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Okay. Um, yeah. And so that's when Isabel gets into her body and takes over. Yeah. Because back in 1400, 1600, uh, you know, even back then there was misogyny and uh, <laughs> and. And people hated a a pity woman, and so that she was burned at the stake. Well, I think she was pretty evil too. <laughs> I think she was an actual witch. So <laughs> that's the rare occasion where uh, they actually burned a real witch at the stake, <laughs> and it was in France. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I wrote, uh, "Hey, look, another thing the Vampire Diaries ripped off: uh, the fact that there's this uh, descent, like." Uh, Lana is descended from somebody who looks exactly like Lana that is like an evil evil person um, yeah I know when I saw it I was like god this seems so familiar I yeah. feel like I've seen this on a million TV shows <laughs> the Vampire Diaries yeah uh, and god oh, Kristen Kruk as this witch is friggin awesome she's she so- really is I know she's so happy to do something else other than sweet little Oh. Pastel wearing Lana. Yes, but yeah, how she uh, how she talks to Jason. You know, uh, well, you invited me here. Well, you know, leave. I don't care. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> or how she goes to Clark to get because she knows that Clark's a virgin. She because she needs. She got her hair. She knows that she's a virgin, <laughs> and she tried to get Lois's hair, and it doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> So she goes to Clark and breaks the scissors trying to get some hair from him. So he gives her some hair and it works. <laughs> and and she was like all a bit o- over him and in his face. And he was like, Lana, Jason's my friend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Oh, I also like how in this episode that uh, Jace, the fact that Jason was fired from the school is not I mean it's addressed but the characters don't talk about it uh-huh. because Jason won't talk to Clark about it he tries to talk to him and um like we need to talk about this later we can't talk about this in this episode it needs to it needs to happen later on when it can be given yeah cuz he has to go it's full attention he has to like suck it up and go to actually go to Clark's house to go to this party yeah. In order to support Lana, who is helping to throw a party for Chloe. Little does he know that she's been possessed. <laughs> um, okay, so we're like skipping ahead. Oh, like, oh, I just wanna, oh, I, I, okay. I, so Lana goes to Lana goes to Lex's house to get okay. some wine, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, I didn't know Chloe was turning twenty-one. And <sighs> she sees the the picture, and she magically takes it. Yes. <laughs> Because it's not for him. <laughs> That's right. Um, 
Yeah, she's like casting spells and making things disappear and uh, then makes uh, Lex uh, play the piano forever. Okay, that disturbed me so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> when was, he's found the next so... day. Oh, my God. Yes. The blood all over the keys. Oh, like that freaked me out. <laughs> so, I mean, before all this, but like – like, what are you thinking about like when you're watching this episode and there is this this we're in full on supernatural territory here were you were you bothered at all by this i mean because i know no. some people were no this was a uh this was another polarizing uh episode and of course the king of polarizing wrote this mr steven tonight <laughs> uh so yeah i mean Lana is cackling as a witch as she's being burned at the stake. <laughs> uh, Wait, why is Stephen not uh, polarizing? Well, you know, I mean, he he did this. He's he's done stuff uh, in Angel that's polarizing. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and you know when I said that I didn't cast. like I didn't like him in this show. I didn't think that he fit. Yeah. In this show, I like these episodes that he's written. Yeah. Right. <laughs> This is actually where I first like really paid attention to Stephen the Night, mainly because uh, you know when I listened to Small uh, Starkville's House of L, like he actually did an interview on there with uh, Derek. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah, he's he's a cool guy. Um, uh, the next thing I wrote in my notes chronologically here, like, is Lana and Jason and the fire. And um, she's looking at the spell book and she says, how's your Latin? He says, about as good as my Italian, which I don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fun. He's so cute. Uh, oh, Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles. And uh, yeah, like she gets possessed as the fire like blows up in his face. And she just doesn't even react to it because she's possessed. And it's like Isabel realizing that she's in control and she's now in the you know in 2004 the 20 mm-hmm. yeah. and Jason should have been like uh, hey Lana that fire nearly took out my eyebrows you want to give <laughs> a little just a little compassion at all or so um Lois set completely sets up a risky business situation at the at the Kent farm um I love how she bulldozes her way into uh, – uh, well, first off, I love Lois Lane and I'm so happy she's back. And uh, I love how she completely bulldozes over Clark. Like, well, Clark's I, like, was, oh. I was like, Clark, hey, Lois, why are you not at school? You should be at school. Go <laughs> yeah, to school. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be at college. Um, well, we could play fast and loose with Lois. You know, colleges, you know, they don't have to keep being at school all day, all day long. Um yeah, Clark's home too, so it could have been a weekend. Um, but Lois just shows up. She's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have this party," and he's like, "I told you we're not having the party here." She's like, "Okay, but I called like everybody, and so we're having the party here." <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, you know, the parents are leaving, right? And uh, you know, the last time they left, <laughs> there were like fireworks, and uh, Earl Jenkins showed up at the barn, like <laughs> uh, you know, and. Um, and not only that, but like there's a there's somebody from uh, uh, Princeton, I think, or mm-hmm. or met you, or a Princeton alum. Oh, Princeton, yeah, showing up to interview Clark. So it's a complete risky business situation because here, you know, like the whole situation where, yeah, I mean, he was, he was, there he was, are he was, women, there are girls around walking around dancing topless. 
Uh, yeah, they're all in their underwear because it's a it's a it's a Isabel party. She's uh, she's set up a sexy party. Oh my gosh, Clark dancing in oh his, of course, God. blue boxer shorts. Oh my god, <laughs> I cannot wait to listen to this commentary. Uh, I'll, I'll have to tell you, but uh, there is there was uh, something that um, I found in trivia. According to Alex and Mac, Tom Welling is actually a very good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he talked about how he would go to the clubs in Europe, so I'm uh, sure yeah, he has lots true. of experience. Yeah. Come on in, join the party. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clark is a woo boy. Uh. <laughs> um but uh oh god. I had I keep jumping ahead. All uh, the bras, all the bras and panties found in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah, Lois completely sets up this risky business situation. Um, so, uh, then she goes to Lana and Lana tries to get the hair and, uh, and then she goes, Oh no, no, that's no good. And Lois is, <laughs> yeah, not since she pulled it out. And Lana's like, it was gray. And Lois is like, I, I don't have gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the next scene, uh, I wrote Clark raps just as good as I do. Because oh my gosh, that present looked terrible. <laughs> I know I can't rap either. I'm a terrible. Like I thought, when I become an ad- adult, I would be able to rap gifts. I can't, I'm terrible. It's awful. So there's a deleted scene uh, that takes place towards the end of the episode where Chloe actually unwraps that gift, and uh, it was a uh, joint gift from uh, Clark and Lois. Um, it's an antique typewriter uh, used by or the same model that uh, Nellie Bly. Uh, Chloe's uh, journalist idol used. Ah. Um, Didn't she? She was like the investigative journalist that uh, investigated insane asylums. Oh, yeah, I think so. I can't remember. Um, I think I saw a drunk history episode about it. <laughs> but Clark, uh, Clark remarks, I have a lot of talents. Rapping isn't one of them. <laughs> and Chloe, Chloe's like, this is the best birthday I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. So, Lana, Chloe, and Lois are possessed by witches. And I just wrote, Lana, Chloe, and Lois are possessed by witches. Like, where, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> it's so, this is so crazy. I don't know. I liked it. It didn't bother me oh, at all. I loved it, but it's like this. This is probably my my, my favorite episode this week. Uh, it's so bonkers, though. It's so crazy. Um, and uh, well, just okay. First, let me say this: Lois notices the first the witch that possesses Lois notices the first thing that I notice: <laughs> her boobs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Look at these. Yes, they're very nice. <laughs> Lana's but, not, or, or Isabel's no no t- no patience for this. But they have the memories of the person that they're possessing, so Luckily, that's yes. how they uh, they get around, how they navigate, and how uh, they can function. But uh, oh my gosh, it they, is ours uh, once somehow, again, and with it, our magics. <laughs> and then somehow they change clothes and put hair extensions in. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Allison Mack uh, remarked that, you know, those clothes were great to get into at first and then, you know, shooting day after day and then it just, like the corsets, like, <laughs> they weren't very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 
Why, Jason, why are you dressed like that? Because it makes me feel sexy. Weren't you leaving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, I forget if it's Chloe or Lois that says this. Or, uh, uh, they're like, the men bathe and their bodies are so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so much fun, this episode. Um, so, yeah, the whole party happens and um, Clark finds Lex still playing. Um, Lex doesn't uh, notice that Clark like shoves a piano across the room, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still, he must be still out of it. Um, and then um, Lana and Jason um, meet up, and Jason is trying to figure out what the hell happened. And he yeah, he immediately realizes that it's Isabel. Yeah, he's like, "Who are you?" So that's weird, huh? Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh... Oh, that's when she throws uh, Jason out the window and Clark has to run downstairs outside to to rescue him. Then, yeah. I don't know where Jason goes, but La- uh, Lana Isabel writes in uh, <laughs> on the wall, meet me at the barn at midnight. The so. barn, midnight. So, Clark <laughs> like goes to the barn at midnight. purple letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of purple in this episode. Purple and red. <laughs> and then Clark goes to the barn to see the three witches, yes. and they they just they try to attack him. He can't, you know. He fights them all. Your and magics they, are impressive. <laughs> yeah, and they call him a warlock. You must be a warlock. <laughs> and then they take his power away from him. He's all bloody, and Chloe like <sighs> like scratches him. And then she licks her fingers. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Chloe, you've got to help me. And she like looks at him. She's like, Clark? And then she like does this huge witch cackle in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and they take Clark's powers away. And the next time we see Clark, he is bare-chested in chains being tortured. And I just wanted to throw oh. it to you, Steph. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Steph, any, any, any comment uh, uh, on that whole situation? <laughs> <sighs> oh. I can't. I can't comment. <laughs> and uh, Lana kisses the truth. I love out it of so him. much. Uh, Isabel, rather, I love it so much. kisses the truth out of like she puts his kiss on him and pulls the truth out of his body. Like his voice says, yeah. "Where, where, where to go?" Yeah, the caves. The caves. Yeah. What's great about this episode is we still get Clark and Lana. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, this is a very angel thing to do is to be like, well, obviously the magic is in the, uh, magic book or a magic amulet or whatever. We're just going to blow that up and everything will be okay. Yeah. And, um, and so, oh yeah, this is interesting. Like Clark, Clark, not, not, not Kal-El, Clark hasn't been actually in that part of the cave before. So now he has access to that. Um, since he followed the girls in there. So, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. This is a different part of the cave. Yeah, that's where the Stone of Power is. Or the Stone of Fire, I think. One of the stones. <laughs> okay. That's what they were there for, to grab that stone. Um. So it was like a, on that table. It was like a table there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this big explosion happens after they blow up the spell. He blows up the spell book. And they're like, why are we lying in the dirt? And what the hell are we wearing? (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, again, they're all in this like secret cavern of the cave where this table is, and I don't know how Clark got them out of there without giving away that there's this whole like Kryptonian thing in there. I don't know. We just cut to the next scene where Clark has to explain this party to his parents, and oh my gosh, this was so funny because okay, Jonathan comes in with a bra, and and Clark says. It was magical. It was magic. And and Martha said, oh, I'm sure it was. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, quickly, you know, it's it's a really funny scene. And then all of a sudden, Clark seriously says, magic can hurt me. Yep. And that is very much part of the Superman mythos. Like, so it is uh, is definitely in the comics universe to bring magic in because magic does hurt Superman. Um, but it is like really weird for Smallville. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's here. Magic's here. Well, you know, I don't know. I'm okay with it because I know we have ten freaking seasons yeah, yeah. to go. You know, you can't just do ten. the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so. oh, I wrote down. Um, well, after I wrote down, Jonathan and Martha are never leaving again. Um, I wrote Clark can now whenever he has like. Uh, he switches bodies with somebody. He's taken over by Red K. He can tell um, Lana, Chloe, and Lois that he was just possessed because in this show, like that's what they know. They know they were possessed by witches, and that's a thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And Lex, um, Lex knows it too. Lex also knows that Clark switched bodies with Lionel, and that's a real thing that happens. It's just so weird how, like, this all kind of blows up. Um, whereas, you know, like, he could barely accept crypto freaks, you know, a season or so ago, you know? Mm-hmm. People were not even understanding that. And now it's like, oh, yeah, there's magic and people can possess you and switch bodies. And, yeah. And Lex actually says at the end here uh, that the reason why he told on Jason was he was trying to protect Lana. So, um, so Lana comes to apologize to Clark and, uh, tells him the entire secret, all of it about the Countess Isabel and the tattoo. And, uh, Clark doesn't, uh, doesn't, uh, do the same thing for her. He just, like, yeah. has, he says he doesn't know what she know anything about it where he knows that there's a freaking cave drawing. And so does Lex, who's in the cave at the end of the episode. So. Mm. Again, Clark yeah. just lying to Lana. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't learned anything. Uh, she's been possessed by a witch. It's time to tell her the secret. It- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time to let her in on the secret. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Knight says, "I think spell succeeds in places and fails in others. Of course, where it fails, I take entirely on myself." <laughs> where does it fail? I don't think it fails anywhere. <laughs> I know. Me too. I just have too much fun with this episode. Uh, do you have anything else to say about it? No, it's just wonderful. <laughs> it's just best Be- little drops. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And it's just the 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 conflict of me at my age. Okay, I know Tom Welling is like twenty five years old here, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like supposed to be a seventeen year old kid. Yeah, and he's like bound. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, my favorite thing. Uh-huh. So, in, in genre television. <laughs> <laughs> and switching bodies, apparently. 
Uh, best needle drops. Gwen Stefani is what you're waiting for at the party. Oh, that was great. Yeah. And Keen's We Might As Well Be Strangers. That plays while Lana's telling Clark about the tattoo. It's a good song. So, episode of the week. Uh, holy cow! I just think I had more. T- I had more fun with spell, but uh, it's probably for me. Spell transference run and jinx. Um, yeah, no transference is, is the best for me. Transference spell uh, uh, run and jinx. Yeah, which jinx was uh, was great. Yeah. They were all they were excellent. That's why I can't wait to watch the next. The oh next yeah, episode. and uh, I can't wait to figure out to find out what the what these stones are. You've been waiting a month, and you're finally able to watch new episodes. And I thank you for waiting for me. <laughs> and um, so the next ones are bound. What bound? <laughs> yeah, bound. 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 Yep. Uh, scare. Okay. Unsafe. And Pariah. Mm. Here are your teases. Okay. I'm able give me to some teases. Give you some teases What's that you don't that? know about. Okay. Uh, one character's mother arrives, and she's played by a famous actress. Oh, okay. Another famous actress guests before she is famous to seduce Lex. Um. We have another Nightmares episode and get to see more crazy stuff. <laughs> okay. Was Spell the Halloween episode or is Scare the Halloween episode? Oh, um, Spell aired, um, scroll, scroll, scroll. Spell aired, uh, November 10th. So. Oh, so we're past close, Halloween. Close, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Jinx was okay. a couple days after Halloween. Okay, so somebody's mother shows up. So it's Chloe's mother? We'll see. I have more for you. Okay. Um, one of our favorite crypto freaks returns for a two-part episode. Favorite? Mm-hmm. The next tease is, someone gets married! <laughs> someone gets married. <laughs> yep. Does it stick? Can't no. tell you. Uh, the next tease is the Talon has a karaoke night. <laughs> oh, we, we get singing? Oh, yeah. We get a musical episode? No. <laughs> there is a song. <laughs> I know there's at least one song. Um, and the last tease for you is there is a huge jaw-dropping development. This is a kind of thing that made me like jump out of my seat pretty much. That, that, uh, so, so exciting. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> with those teases, I'll let you run right right to your TV and start marathoning these episodes. <laughs> uh, so we're in November sweeps. Uh, I think we're past it by the time uh, I mean, I guess we're right, right, right in the midst. Bound, scare, yeah. So. Bound, scare, unsafe, unsafe, and pariah. Uh huh. All right, I can't wait. Let's go. All right, let's, let's go watch it right now. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.